Jesus and Star Trek. What do these two things have in common? Find out next on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. One of my oldest and dearest friends just passed away. He had been having some health problems for a number of years. And he was in the hospital on a ventilator showing no improvement. The family finally decided after consulting with the doctors that they would disconnect the ventilator. And my friend passed away quietly and peacefully. And I was glad I had the opportunity to speak at his funeral, at his memorial service. And I mentioned the fact that we could speak on the phone for hours at a time. That we never ran out of anything to talk about. But the things that we talked about most, the two topics that we talked about most often, were Jesus and Star Trek. Tony was a Christian, never doubted it for a second. And his dad had passed away recently. And after his dad passed away, we talked even more about Jesus. And the love of Jesus and the forgiveness of Jesus and the amazing grace and how you didn't have to become good enough for Jesus to accept you. And how there's nothing good about me or you or him that made you worthy of heaven. It was Jesus that made you worthy of heaven. And that how all through the Bible, God chose imperfect people to accomplish his will, to carry out his plan. That he always picked imperfect people. That there never was anybody perfect. All the way from Adam. Adam started out perfect, but he didn't stay perfect. Noah wasn't perfect, but he chose Noah to preserve the human race. And how later on Moses, Moses was a murderer. And apparently, the Bible indicates, Moses may have even had a speech impediment. And depending on which Bible scholar you talk to, maybe a profound speech impediment. To the point that Moses said, surely you don't mean me. When God spoke to him through the burning bush. He said, I can't even speak properly. Surely you need somebody else. Surely you should choose somebody else. Who can speak to the people and deliver your message. And who can speak to Pharaoh. And God said, nope. I chose you. And Tony and I spoke of Jesus quite often whenever we would have these marathon phone conversations. But the other thing we talked about was Star Trek. My friend Tony was hardcore original series because that was what we both grew up with. Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock and Sulu and Uhura and Dr. McCoy. These were the characters we knew because we had followed these episodes and had watched these episodes over and over like listening to a song you like 
we would watch these episodes over and over and over, and, and large portions of episodes have been burned into our memories to the point that these characters were almost like real people. Because the genius of Gene Roddenberry was that he turned these characters into real believable people. They all had a backstory. And I think they did an even better job of doing backstories on the characters with Next Generation. So for me, I preferred Next Generation over the original series. And we spent countless, endless hours discussing and debating the merits of these two series. And in the late 80s, early 90s, somewhere around there, when the original Star Trek series characters started making movies, the first four Star Trek movies I saw with him, with Tony. I didn't take my girlfriend. I didn't take my wife. I wanted to see him with him, and he wanted to see him with me because that was something that, that we had in common and had, had talked about our whole lives. Back when I was growing up, we used to put together plastic models. And men of a certain age know exactly what I'm talking about. We used to build model cars. And probably about the same time that we lost interest in it was when the testers, model people, changed the formulation on the glue and the glue didn't hold as good. Because by the mid to late 70s, hippies and drug addicts were sniffing the glue. So they had to change the formulation so that you couldn't get high from smelling the glue. But it didn't hold the models together all that well. Well, Tony had this, when I was a kid, it was as big as a car. But it was probably a good foot long, foot and a half long model of the original Starship Enterprise hanging in his bedroom. And he hung it from the ceiling. This big plastic model of the Starship Enterprise that he made. Well, later on, after we graduated high school, Tony went to college and got an associate's degree in electronics. Well, one of the first things he did was he cracked open that model of the Starship Enterprise and put lights in it. LED lights. And he used transistors and optocouplers and timers so that the lights blinked at different rates. There was a light underneath the saucer section that had a regular heartbeat type pulse. But then the lights on the command module would randomly blink at different intervals. And the lights in the lower section would blink at another different rate. And I accused him of going to college so he could learn how to put lights in his model of the Starship Enterprise. Because my friend Tony was that hardcore about Star Trek. The only Star Trek convention I ever went to, I went with him. And probably three months before he went into the hospital was the last time we had a really long conversation. And we were probably on the phone for a good two hours. And during that two-hour conversation... We would seamlessly alternate between talking about Star Trek 
in talking about Jesus. It wasn't like we spent an hour on each. And we talked about the difference in management style between Kirk and Picard. And how Picard would make every effort to make friends with whatever alien or whatever entity they encountered out in space. And how Picard didn't want for any alien to perish at his hand. He didn't pass judgment on any of the aliens until he had exhausted every avenue for making peace with these aliens. Whereas Captain Kirk would give them like three strikes, sometimes not even three strikes. This is Captain James T. Kirk of the Starship Enterprise. Please respond. Arm photon torpedoes. You know. Anyway, it was a little bit of a different management style. And we compared that to B.C. and A.D. How God would give you the command. And if you failed to follow it, then you would be faced with the wrath of God in biblical proportions. There are Old Testament stories where God told Joshua, when you go to this city, do not harm these people, but give them the opportunity to become your friend and your ally. Because this group of people was a direct descendant of Isaac, distant kin for lack of a better word. But then of other cities, he would say the inhabitants of this city were direct descendants of the enemies of Abraham. When you go into this city because of their wickedness and because basically of just who they are, kill and destroy everything in that city that has breath. The women, the children, the old people, the chickens, the sheep, the cows. Leave nothing alive when you go into this city. I want you to exact my judgment on these people. Wipe them from the face of the earth. But A.D. Anno Domini, after Jesus, the message of Jesus was a little different. The message of Jesus was forgive everybody. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other cheek and let them slap you on the left cheek too. If someone steals your coat, give them your cloak also. The message of Jesus was there will be a time of judgment. But judgment is mine. It's not for you. I want you to make everybody a disciple. I want you to make everybody your brother. And we compared and contrasted Old Testament wrath and vengeance to New Testament love and acceptance. That's the difference between Captain Kirk and Captain Picard. And my friend Tony and I noticed the connection between Jesus and Star Trek. And that was one of the things that I loved about him and one of the things that made him my friend and kept him my friend for 50 plus years. Because he could talk about Jesus and Star Trek with equal enthusiasm. 
I'm going to miss my friend Tony. I'm going to miss him for the rest of my life. Because who else on this earth can I talk to about Jesus and Star Trek? And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. I appreciate you listening. Jesus and Star Trek. They've got more in common than you think. Feel free to leave a comment. Click on like, click on subscribe, and you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.